Welcome back to the Lyrical Genius Podcast. I'm your host, Cameron Pkikrell, and I'm here with Reese Hendricks. How you doing today, Reese? Fantastic. So today we're going to be talking about music, of course. That's by the name. It's called the Lyrical Genius Podcast. Reese, what rapper influenced you the most as a kid? Well, you see, that's a, that's a big question because I, I listen to rap from pretty much all generations from like, you know, the easy, from like Easy e Biggie, Tupac to like, to like the Wiz Khalifa, 50 Cent, Snoop Dogg, Eminem, even throughout to now. But I got to say, for like my favorite era of like rap, it's kind of like a coming of age thing for me. Like 2015 to 2020 will always have some of the most nostalgic music to me. And I'll never forget um, any of the big artists that came from there, especially ones like Uzi, X, Post Malone. There's all they're always gonna be some of my faves and like Trippy, uh, Mac, um, all time. I went through a huge Travis face, so he's up in my list. But but Juice World probably inspired me the most out of uh, out of all the rappers I've had to say so. And that leads me on to my next question. <clears throat> Do you think that older artists inspired you more than like the newer generation, like Future, Gunna? Juice World, all those like Lil Uzi, all those people. Do you think they influence more you more than like Wiz Khalifa, Eminem, I, Lil Wayne, Eazy E? I, I would I wouldn't necessarily say that because that that wasn't really my time. I have a lot of respect for them though. Like Eazy E, like I listen to all of them. Like I, I can't I can't judge music unless I've listened to enough of it. So so I have a lot of respect for them, and I know I know inside that they they're like the the kind of the gods of music, the gods of rap music. They were they did it first. They paved the way for the rap career. Is that what you're saying? Like the game in general? Yeah, but for me personally, I think it was more like what age, how old I was, and what music I liked the most at that time. And for me, it was just like that that era of music, like 2015 tw- through 2020, just kind of hit me the hardest. It hit me in a way that other music didn't really hit me. Do you think that as you started to getting older, you wanted to start listening like to music that's more of our time? Like people like Juice Wrld when you were younger, you decided oh. to stick with older rappers. Oh, definitely. When I was younger, I I, I didn't listen to anything but rock. Like honestly, I probably got into the new music first because it was always played around me. So it just I didn't try to get into it; it just grew on me. So I dug into more like music, and then. Once I found, like, some of my favorites, I was like, why not listen to all of them? Why not go back and listen to all the classics? And I know I can find some from pretty much everyone that I'd like. Do you think that rock and roll was a bigger impact than, like, rap in your life? <sighs> like Red Hot Chili Peppers, maybe? I don't know. That's a that's a difficult question because they both impacted me in different ways, like, <laughs> That kind of set me, that was kind of the intro to my life. It was just kind of what I was introduced to. And rap was more like what got me through it. Yeah, I know um, Future, he hasn't made a solo album <clears throat> since May 2020. Do you listen to a lot of Future, Reese? Uh, not a lot. He's not like someone I genuinely go out and just listen to, but he, he got some bangers. He's got some heat. Yeah, I think his last solo album was High on Life in 2020, and now he's getting in the studio with Metro Boomin to make his first solo in a while. Are you excited for that, Reese? Uh, Metro uh, Metro Don't Miss, so I, I think it could be a good album. 
especially Gunna Drip Season 4. He got number one in the billboards, which was his second one of all time. How do you feel about that? Do you think he, like, deserves to be that good, like, that high on the list? I, I think it's well-deserved, and I also think I think it's really, you know, because a lot of times you see The Weeknd and Gunna put next to each other, and, oh, it's The Weeknd. The Weeknd's going to have the number one album. And I've never really liked that. I never really liked how this artist has to get it over them just because they have the bigger name, even though this artist's got got way better album. And I personally, I listen to Don FM, I listen to Drip Season 4, and I, I think The Weeknd's got some bangers, but, but I, I thought Drip Season 4 was much better, and I think it deserved to hit number one over Don FM. 2021 was a crazy year for albums, and um, do you think that it's safe to say that you can already say that there's, like, a number one, or do you think it's really hard to, like, say if there's, 2021? Like, yeah, for, like, one album. What Which one was the best? I know we have, I have to like give a Donda, list. Certified Loverboy, like, all these big albums by these big music artists just... You know, 2021 was a weird year because... It, to me, it wasn't as special as some of the older years. 2018, I don't think any year for music besides, like, I mean, 91 for rock and roll, but, like, as far as for me, like, rap music-wise, like, 2018 was just an unbelievable year. And 2020, I think, didn't live, or tw- my, my pardon, 2021, I didn't think live all the way up to the hype just because all these artists announced that they were dropping and then I think it was overhyped because Voice of the Heroes, it was a good album, but it wasn't as good as uh, Little Baby and Gunna's collab. Like, that was that was such heat back in 2018. Or uh, Polo's album, Hall of Fame was great, but still, I don't think it tops the goat. But for me, I actually think CLB was better after my second listen. I think it was better than Scorpion and Views and More Life. Do you think that, um, big controversy, do you think that CLB was better than Donda? Nope, I think Donda tops it. And my favorite albums of the year gotta be, I'm not going in any order, but Donda's gonna be up there. I gotta throw it, one to Fighting Demons. Um, a lot of unreleased Juice World music in that. A lot one. of unreleased Juice World music. Did you know a lot of the songs already, like prior to that? I or? knew some of them, but I didn't want to. Uh, I didn't want to listen to a lot of leaks, so I probably went like a long, long time. Like pretty much when he died, I probably stopped listening to a lot of the leaks just because I knew some of it was going to be released in like in a newer way, and I didn't. I didn't want it to be ruined. I wanted it to be new to me, but. But I think that that allowed me to enjoy Fighting Demons much more, too. Do you wish I'll that Juice WRLD maybe didn't change around some of those albums in Fighting Demons? Like, I know he had a lot of unreleased music, but a lot of it, like, they switched up the beats. Do you think Juice would have wanted it that way, or, like... Um, I think it is what it is. I mean, it's something that's just obviously, like, it's kind of unavoidable in some scenarios, and just... Definitely. I, I just think... What sucks is when an artist dies, like, all any, everyone wants to do is hear their music, and it doesn't come to mind that, hey, let's wait for it to drop. It just comes to mind, like, I need to hear this right now. I need to get this music out to the people. And people will make money off of that, too. So some people are really just looking to make a dollar. Also, uh, what we got? CLB, Donda, Fighting Demons. 
Life of a Don. Don Tolliver easily had his best album. Um, that was an absolute smashing album. A lot of 2021. J. Cole. Things, especially J. Cole. He came, out, came out. Big, 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 big statement here. But J. Cole dropped what's probably my favorite album by him. And I uh, enjoyed that very much. And I actually enjoyed Tyler's album, Call Me If You Get Lost, very much. So it has to come between some of those albums for number one. What about Travis Scott? Do you think he really was on his A game with music this year, or do you think he was slacking? It's hard to say. I mean, 2020 was crazy for Travis Scott because he dropped three singles and was doubtably the, like, arguably the best artist of the year, like the biggest artist of the year, which is unbelievable. And I think 2021... I think for a while in 2020, he kind of just rode his hype. And when he got to 2021, uh, he has a lot of – it's hard to say if he's lacking because man man does got a lot going on between – I mean, you got Seltzer. He's trying to he, – he's a businessman. He definitely He, he got a lot man. going on. But, I mean, I think – I would agree that I think he's got to focus on music. And I'm, I've been waiting for Utopia since since highest in the room. Highest in the room, yeah, that was definitely like probably one of his best albums. I think that was one of his most listened as well. Just a really big album for him, and I feel like that's really what gave him the platform to make him blow up how he did. I mean, Astro World, Birds of a Trap, and Rodeo are always going to be three albums that I'll probably listen to forever. Yeah, Yosemite, so. Yosemite was a huge song for him. I feel like that's what really put people on to Travis and like notice like this is like a really good artist, and this is who I want to like. Invest in. Yeah. Definitely. A lot of new albums are coming out with NBA Youngboy, NLA Choppa, and even Ian Dior. I know that you're not the biggest NLA Choppa and Ian Dior fan, but do you think that... I like them better than Youngboy. Than Youngboy? Yeah, I know. He's got a new album coming out, or he just dropped one on the 21st called Colors. I listened to, like, a song or two. Um, I'll probably have to go back and listen to it. Uh, But, I mean... Sincerely, Kentrell. I only, I mean, I'm not a big young boy guy, but he got he managed to put a few songs I was interested in from that one. I think that was his best album. But uh, I'm definitely excited for Me versus Me um, for Mentally Choppa because I think his last album, Top Shot, was just an absolute breakthrough compared to what he was releasing before. I feel like before, every Top Shot by by Choppa is just amazing. And I just, like, even before that, like, the the only song I really liked, the only thing I knew only for was, um, what is it? A Shot of Flow. Yes. The OG Shot he of Flow. That's f- I think he had five different Shot of Flows. I think the last, like, four or five weren't, like, super released, but definitely got leaked out, I'm pretty sure. And then some of them are, some of them are on uh, Top Shot of, but Top Shot of was a smash for him. Yeah, number, probably the first one what was really put him on to the map, and that's where maybe people a top five album of twenty twenty. I'm not sure it's pushing. Definitely, it. definitely a top five of album. I feel like it just put him on the map. That was just a song everyone heard and was like, "Oh my god, like, this is great." Yeah. So what about Ian Dior? I know he wasn't like super big in the rap industry a couple years ago, but he Friend. definitely made a comeback with Trippy Red. How do you feel about that? With Trippy Red, he had a concert with Trippy Red. They actually came here to Cincy. You remember that? They, uh, you know, I honestly, I like their blend together, and I've heard a few songs from the album from some of my friends, but you, 
Ian Dior does got one of the best. I don't think he'll ever top for me. Gone Girl with him and Trippy is one of my favorite collabs ever. And that, that song's just, that's nostalgic for me too. But uh, I, I think Trippy's doing a really good job right now, especially just becoming, you know, getting noticed. He didn't, I feel like he didn't always have the easiest path to the top. He was kind of a notice for a while, and he didn't just blow up all of a sudden. He kind of had to casually get to the top. So Definitely. This album, especially after Pegasus, which I thought was a disappointment for him, I thought Trip at Night was a really good comeback. It was. It definitely was his comeback album. Yeah. So moving on to one of our last topics, what artist duo do you think really carried 2021? Like, you know, you had Lil Baby... Little Dirk, Polo G, like du- Juice duo? World. Everybody was like having a artist duo. Who do you think duo. like really carried the whole game? Um Oh Duo wise, I mean I, I think it's gotta be Lil Baby and Lil Dirk. They really just from start to finish, it's kinda kinda every album if you kinda realize the pattern, like you look at the features that people want to get, a lot of them are just I'll have a song with Lil Baby and one with Lil Dirk or one with both of them. They kind of just, even though their album might not have been as good as the one with Gunna, Trip Harder, it still had bangers on it, and they still had a lot of smash hits from 2021. So shout out to them. They did a really good job that year. Definitely agree with you on that one. All right, guys. Well, this was the Lyrical Genius Podcast. I'm your host, Cameron Kikaro. And Reese, anything to say for the people before you go? No. All righty, guys. Hope you have a great day. Thanks for joining us. Peace.